1: of football and again I got home from that Zeldon rally in Brooklyn but after the Jets beat the Bills I still can't believe that and the Vikings get their seventh win just in time to watch Arizona Seattle and more importantly the Buccaneers and the Rams and Buccaneers and Rams game had the number one team CBS Jim Nance and Tony Romo Jim Nance has been a dear friend of mine for many, many, many years. I don't see him as much. i talk talked to him as much since he moved to Pebble Beach. And he's always busy doing something. College basketball, the NFL, and, of course, golf. He's the voice of the Masters. You know, he's been so kind to me over the years. I remember my dad first got sick over a decade ago. And I called him at 3 o'clock in the morning. True story, 3 o'clock in the morning. And Jimmy picked up the phone. And I started to cry. I said, Jimmy, I'm scared to death. My father's going to die. Because he had lost his father, I believe, to Alzheimer's. Wrote a book about it. It was beautiful. And he talked to me at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's the type of relationship we had. And then, of course, Bernie was also funny with Jim, all those great golf tournaments with Don Imus. And Jim would come and do the play-by-play with me and Bernard and just had a great relationship over the years. And Bernie passed away, and I wanted everybody who he liked and if they liked him to come on. And uh, as Vanessa Williams once said, I saved the best for last. Here he is, the velvet voice, the voice of CBS Sports, my dear friend, the great Jim Nance. Jim, good morning, pal. How are you?
0: I got to tell you, it's so nice to just be on with you and hear your voice. Sid. You're a wonderful oh, friend. Thank you. And I um, yeah, I, miss you. I miss you a ton. And we'll make up for some lost time one of these days. But I'm still having a hard time getting my mind around the fact that Bernie's gone. It just doesn't make sense to me. And um, I just my heart goes out to his family. Shared a lot of fun times through the years, mm-hmm. uh, many, many times. Charity events, golf events. Yeah, appearances on the radio with him, and he had uh, incredible sense of humor, as you know, and always kind of delivered with that deadpan, expressionless look. But that was a quick mind, a very quick mind, and and sadly, it was a it was a very short life. I mean, and all things considered, it was just way too soon.
1: Way too. We uh, well said. I should said, Dodge and Nance. And by the way, my condolences to you too, because I know you lost your mom. Uh, Very recently, so while you're saying such nice things about Bernard, let me send my condolences to you over the loss of your mom. I'm very sorry.
0: Well, thank you. It's been a month, and it all happened right around the same time that Bernie passed away. So I'm, I'm I'm a 63 year old mama's boy. That's all I can tell you. I'm having a hard time with it, and and I miss her so much. And I have two or three times a day where I think I'm going to pick up the phone and call her. Just kind of comes to mind, and then you have that cold reality that you can't call her. So I'm yeah. um, kind of going through that stage right now. And I know straight ahead, there's going to be a lot of things in my life. that are going to feel so much differently. Mm. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Mother's Day. I mean, mm. I've got to go through that cycle, but it's still mm. very fresh. That's for
1: sure. Yeah. And I said, wow, because 63 was basically Bernie's age. He was 64. So you guys about the same age. Yeah. And and, uh, again, I'm sorry to hear about your Mom, and you'll get through those days. You, you know, you've lost your dad like I have, and you've gone through those days as well. But I say this all the time, Jim Nance, when if God is is good enough to you to live a long life, unfortunately you will lose people along the way, and it's never easy. But that's the deal you make. If you live long enough, you're going to see a lot of loved ones go away.
0: So true. You deal with it. You deal with it. Uh, this just makes sense. This is pure math. With each each year, you you have more instances where you're grieving for those that you knew, friendships, some very close, some just acquaintances, family members, et cetera. This, it, it is it's part of life and how you deal with it. I mean there are all kinds of books that are out there that uh, I think are very helpful to a lot of people. I've been reading a book that's been around for a long time called A Grace Disguised. How the soul grows through loss, mm-hmm. as it's written by Jerry S- Sitzer. It's twenty-five year, you know, kind of a go-to book for people. And yeah, I mean, it's just some things that put some things in perspective. Mm-hmm. But they are right. It's uh, it's uh, it, it it just it mounts. It does.
1: It does. He is the uh, the great voice of CBS Sports, whether it's the Masters or, or the college basketball final game or the Super Bowl. Yesterday with Tony Romo, the Rams, and the Buccaneers, my dear friend Jim Nance, on a lighter note uh, than your mom, God rest her soul, or Bernard, God rest his soul, that Brady game yesterday. I mean, you just – I'm not going to say you had to know because there were no timeouts. He still had to go 60 yards. But I will say this. Once he completed that first pass for nearly 30 yards on that last possession – at that point, I knew he was going to win the game.
0: <laughs> I did, too. I did, too. He found the rookie, Kata Otten, in a seam down the middle. And, of course, he ran up and spiked the football. But when they got basically half of it on the first play, it was now a matter of, okay, how, how are they going to strike here? How are they going to get into the end zone? <laughs> right. Because he's going to figure out a way. And I was surprised, really, that here you have this Rams defense that had dominated him through the whole game with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey of course gets so many accolades as one of the great cover guys in the league but that's just they backed off so much they gave up so much space throughout the game there was there was 10 yards off off the off the receivers these corners were giving them all kind of space and at the end it's just like yeah go ahead take another 8 yards take another <laughs> 10 yards go yeah. ahead until so you get down to the 1 yard line and let Brady do his thing one more time. I mean, it's just we we weren't sure how many more times we we're going to see Tom pull off some of the old magic. But Mr. Clutch did it again yesterday, and the whole nation got to see it.
1: And to be honest, he should have done it the possession before because his wide receiver dropped the pass in the back of the end zone behind Ramsey again, right in his hands, hit him in the helmet, obviously. But that should have been a touchdown, too, on the possession before, which they eventually turned the ball over in downs. And then the Rams get ultra-conservative, and, and uh, Cooper – Actually lays down before he gets the first down, but Brady had the game-winning touchdown pass. Even the possession before that, but his guys dropped a lot of footballs yesterday. Uh, so I do a lot of shows here, Jim, with Andrew Giuliani. He's become a very good friend of mine, Rudy's son, and uh, he went to Duke on a golf scholarship. And know uh, you know that, and he did the show with me on Friday, and he said, "I can't believe we got Nance coming on Monday." I go, man, Jimmy, you're good buddies. What do you mean? He goes. You got to ask him. I know it's on record already. It's not new news. It's old news. But he's listening right now about the whole live deal and what that's meant to the PGA. So, as a voice of the Masters, you're obligated to tell my audience how you feel about that whole live deal going up against the PGA.
0: (laughs) Well, it's still evolving, really, Sid. It's, uh, you know, they've just finished their first year. There weren't a lot of people that were watching. They don't have a television deal, they're only on YouTube and whatever their website is. So. They had a $50 million tournament down at Doral, a team event, to close out their year, and they had a constant audience of 25,000 people. So they're going to have to figure out a way to grow that. Um, There are a lot of calls out in the world of golf for people to get these uh, two entities together and figure out some sort of peaceful resolution where they both can coexist, because you're seeing now siphoning off of a lot of good players. uh, They're going to the live series. Now, for their lives, by the way, they don't they don't play again until February, so they've got a very long break coming up. Um, but you know, golf is in such a a good time. It, it grew during the pandemic; more people started playing. It's just a shame that it feels like the game is so splintered at the moment. But is, uh, yeah. I know I knew Andrew way back when, before he went to Duke, and you know, a terrific player. And played with his dad a few times back in the day when uh, Rudy was the mayor, uh, including at some of the IMIS events. So, there you go.
1: How about that? Jim uh, Nance and the Giuliani's go. go, Yeah, they go. I will. will, I'm going to play this tomorrow for him. He's co-hosting with me on Election Day. He's going to get a big thrill out of hearing Jim Nance talk about him. Uh That's a big deal, Jimmy. And, by the way, Tiger, what is the future, uh, in your opinion? Tiger Woods. I'm not going to ask if he's going to win another major. God, that's an old, boring question. What is the future for Tiger Woods in golf?
0: Well, he's taken on now kind of the elder statesman role here as the live thing has uh, has come to life, and he's had some very strong statements against uh, you know this 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 uh, this new golf tour, and um, you know he doesn't believe in it. But health wise, it's just we saw him try to compete this year, and for him to play four rounds and be able to walk it with uh, his injured leg and all, it's very difficult. Like you said, you never want to rule him out. But it's, it's looking more and more like his days as a top-line competitor have probably left us. And, uh, I mean, what a magnificent career. Uh, I just spent some time with Tiger this year uh, down down in Jupiter. And uh, he's in a great place as a dad, as a guy that's now embracing the role that others in, in, through the years have said, I, I want to stand up for the game. I want to be a spokesman. And uh, I admire what he's done in this phase of his life, winning the Masters in 2019 when everybody thought it was over, one of the great events of my career was to, to be there to call that comeback victory. Oh. So you, Tiger's not just going to disappear. I think he's he's going to always have a voice in the game. I just hope that physically he can have a presence as well and still play a few times and maybe, who knows? By some miracle, maybe he can get back to competing again. I know one thing. <laughs> he's, pr- he's working out right now. Yeah, pretty much bank it. Yep. From yep. 7 to 11 every day, there's four <laughs> hours yep. of intense training in his gym at his home. And uh, I've never seen anybody that goes after it harder.
1: 60 seconds to go. One of your more famous moments on the IMA show with me, Bernie, and the whole crew was years ago, you said before the start of the season, the Buccaneers were going to play the Raiders in the Super Bowl. And my God, I, I Jim, that's, you were that. right. You were right. You nailed it. Bless you. Was, oh, uh,
0: I'll never forget it. Oh, that was great, Jim. So, right now, it was well, one of my favorite things. Okay. And I'll make it quick. Yeah. yeah. Was I was in Kenny Bunkport visiting the great man, the 41st president, President Bush Sr. And I called into the IMBA show, and you were on the set that day. Yep. And you were in that at that stage you had just come off of where you had that fight that you staged against Bernie (laughs) and the president was so into not only being on with with Don but Your match. Yep. And he always had a ton of questions. Like, what's Sid like? What's Bernie like? (laughs) Yeah. What's Charles like? And, he, he, man, he was fully aware of who you were, and he got such a kick out of you Well, I got to meet him. Watching off the simulcast every morning on MSNBC. I
1: I got to meet him when he came in for the Republican National Convention for his son in 2004, and he met me at the FAN Studios in Queens Gym and gave me a pair of his green presidential couplings. How about that?
0: Uh, that, that is love. Yes. What a man. Yes, he was a, a great man. man. Uh, yeah. yeah. I loved He's him. A great man. This month is uh, is the anniversary, the five-year anniversary of him passing. He died on the 30th. Uh, mm. And, um, yeah, I missed the heck out of him, that's for sure. He was
1: a great guy. So, Eagles Chiefs, or is that too easy?
0: Eagles Chiefs. I, I still think – listen, great win by the Jets. Unbelievable to see what they're doing turning this thing around. But I still right now – I got Bill's Chiefs as a toss-up. Eagles, I saw them a week ago. They're legit. So I think you got three teams. Uh, Obviously, AFC's got to sort itself out, but I I think it's Philly against one of those two.
1: Uh, Listen, it's uh, great to hear your voice again. Thank you for the beautiful words about Bernard. Sorry again about your mother. You've always been from the time you let me a pair of socks 25 years ago (laughs) in San Antonio, Texas...
0: Exactly right. At the beginning the 98 of 98 Final Four, you came up to my hotel room. Yep. You and, and Scott, and uh, yeah, I gave you a pair of socks.
1: That's a true yeah, story.
0: Five years ago, this is smart. Yes,
1: and you had no idea I who I you, was. Man.
0: You're a great friend, pal. Thank you. Now, next time I come in I haven't done a game there in forever. I'm calling
1: you. Oh, I'd appreciate that so much. I love you, Jim Nance. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. The great Jim Nance. That's a true story. I just started in the business. I was a nobody. I brought a green suit to Texas for the Final Four, I had no dress socks. I said, hey, Nance, any chance you got an extra pair of socks? And he came down the elevator with Phil Raftery that year and gave me his own socks. 25 years ago, Jim Nance. We'll come back and wrap things up right after this.